right? Let's go! Welcome to Dragon Age Off the Record, episode 24. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and with me, as always, is... Who are... Road! Really? Road, the guy with one nut. I've been gone for, like, two weeks, and you couldn't remember who I was? No. Really? Who are you? I'm Road. Doom! Doom? Doom upon all the world. That's what we're going to be talking about this time, huh? Huh? You'll never come back again. I gotta warn you. You're doomed. Doom! Doom! You're doomed! Doom! Turn back while you still can! You're doomed! You're all doomed! Thank you! Our scene starts off with Morrigan! Technically, it starts off from what we watched. It started off from Liliana, so... Well, yes, because... The spy master, her general herself, has to show up in every opportunity um, instead of being hidden away like all spies should. Because the fans want to see her. No, no, no. Look, everyone has fans, even Liliana, as our emails clearly show. Doom upon all the world is the next chapter in this Dragon Age Inquisition saga. And yes, it does start off with Liliana asking, Hey, did you find out what you needed to know? And there's this weird situation where morgan says yes i found out that i can defeat the dragon but corypheus is up to you inquisitor what the fuck does that mean how does she know that um because she has obtained the power of grayskull colin goes hey you know what uh i think we need to find where corypheus is coming from that dragon's got to be coming from somewhere we know he's around let's go find him and then all of a sudden uh the uh room turns green explosions explosions i guess he found us first so corypheus opened the hole in the sky again after you worked for the entire first chapter of the game to close it which (laughs) really at this point seems like a really long time ago after all the other crap that's happened and it really uh, does how long does it take do you think it's about two years i don't know if it's two years or not nah i would say maybe that's i think that's dragon age 2 speaking to me because i know one of the chapters is two years later something like that yeah Anyway, yeah. Years years happen. Many years happen. But yeah, so uh, the holeless guy is ripped open again, which means you've got to go close it. And guess where it is? Well, it's in the same place as the last one. right? It, above. Well, no, the first one. I mean, there have been well, holes in yeah. the sky all over the damn place yeah, the, yeah, since but, then. Yeah, but this is like the, the big grand hole of all holes. The holiest hole. The Valley of Sacred Ashes. They have not called it the Temple of Sacred Ashes, even though there are still parts of the building standing. It's now the valley, because there's a big crater where things used to be. Yep. Where a dragon cult used to be. Where, and, and also, I mean, it used to be on a hill, which now I think is funny, now that I think about it, because they now call it a valley. But it was on a mountain. Yep. And the <laughs> ashes the got movie. scattered. Bum, bum, bum. Andraste is with us everywhere. Too dark? People breathed in and Andraste. Look, I once heard a conversation about how uh, farts still circulate through the air forever, so we're technically breathing George Washington's farts. And uh, beyond that point, nothing surprises me. (laughs) Oh my god! Just putting that out there. If you think that's weird, think about that instead. That's pretty weird. 
and Hitler's farts. No, nah, those are in Germany. Okay, because air is segregated by borders. In my world, it is. Okay. Green light happens. Corypheus is here, and he's like right next door, and he's like, come out, come out, wherever you are. Where's your maker now? Ah! Call upon him. Have him strike me down. You know why he doesn't? Because he doesn't exist. I'm your god now. <laughs> Never! I'm dead! Oh, demons. That's, that guy that's... didn't die. That's the thing, is uh, that no, he, he did. He... those little troops. No, no, no. No, he, no. he got, he got, he got ripped. Maybe he got ripped afterward, but, but what I thought was really cool is that he was like, oh, where's your god now? And he throws this this one little guy that says, Nima! up against a rock, and the guy gets up. And I was like, oh my god, finally, one of the random NPCs that doesn't die on impact on a rock. This is awesome. Yeah, but then in the following cool. scene, uh, I'm pretty sure it's him that gets ripped open by a demon, and then another guy that looks just like him cuts the demon's head off. Oh, And then that's okay, when the Inquisition can... shows up. Okay. And also, your little girlfriend, the little one, Scout Harding. Yes. Yeah, she shows up. She gets tossed around too, doesn't she? Yeah, and then she misses the uh, the flying boat of rock. <laughs> yes, because Corypheus has decided to invent Cloud City. Yes, this Look, is how it happens. I, I want to put this out here. I was thinking about this. All right. So, you need to use all of your might to take on your greatest foe. The one guy who stole, quote-unquote, all your power by being in the wrong place at the wrong time while you're crucifying the holiest individual on the planet. And instead of using all of your power to fight, you're going to raise an entire section of this mountain into the sky, thereby separating your power between fighting and holding an entire section of a mountain in the sky at the same time. We learned that from X-Men First Class. It's just dumb. It's dumb. Focus all of your power on one spot for one action instead of dividing your attention between two really monumental feats. And maybe Corypheus could have won. Hey, look. Also, what? but he did that so that troops could not reinforce because they were coming from the Arbor Wilds. Yeah, but it, it would have taken them way too long, so... That's why the Inquisitor's like, we'll take him now. He doesn't know that. It, it, he does, though. He just says that when he says that he'll take it on, Cullen tells him that all their forces are still returning for the Arbor Wild, so he'll have no reinforcements. Okay, so you did have, you had everyone, basically, that was at Skyhold, right? You had them all with you, but you only have four in your party, so how else is that going to happen? <laughs> bananas. This is my response to you. Bananas. I'm not a writer. I don't know. God damn it. What? But guess what? What happens right after he lifts? Even though it's a valley and you just said it was a mountain. It's a valley now. Whatever. So it should have been a crater. Anyway. You know what? For all I care, it's a giant rock banana. Okay. I wrote down um, one different soldier has a thick skull line. He invents Cloud City line. Dragon fight. It's the next line. Because then he summons his dragon to fight for him. Because he's a coward. And also recharging his batteries after lifting a bunch of giant rocks into the sky. For no reason whatsoever. I still and then think there's a reason. his dragon gets punched in the face by another dragon. By another dragon whose hair, quote unquote hair, his horns, actually looks like the hair on the guy in The Princess Bride. The guy with six fingers. <laughs> I was just going to say it looks like uh, the same kind of dragon as uh, Grandma, but, you know, that, that works too. Really? Yeah. 
the same horns as hers. Really? Her yeah. You know, when she transformed from dragon to human form. I don't remember that. I'm usually looking at their teeth. Fair point. Because uh, you want to know where those are when yeah. they're coming toward you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, it, it, it's the same horn style. I feel like Ron Weasley at that point. I wasn't looking at his feet. I was looking at his heads. Fair point. Thank you. How did Ron survive? I don't know. Ron did survive. I know, but how did he? It's just a question. How did he, Hermione? Who could still beat Morgan in a fight? I disagree. Immensely. <sighs> You're wrong. But then, okay, so I wrote down dragon fight. Okay, he brings his dragon out, and we don't know where this dragon comes from, but Rode just spoiled it for everyone. See, as it looks like Flemeth, but not quite. Yeah. And? Then I wrote down Corypheus fight. So you fight Corypheus for a little bit. And then there's another dragon fight. And at the end of this dragon fight, uh, one of them falls out. Of the, well, they both fall out of the sky. But one of them gets body slam. Dragon body slam. And that would happen to be the dragon that turns back into the human, which is Morrigan. At least in the case that Morrigan is the one who drank from the pool. I think it's a boat. It might be. It might, the Inquisitor might have uh, taught Morgan how to access her dragon powers. I don't yeah, know. I think it is in both. Because I haven't that, seen it, that end yet because I still don't. Uh, I haven't tried that storyline, so I don't know. Actually, you I hear have, that, people? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, note the time and the file. I'm gonna make a little rap out of it. Bro doesn't know. That's a rap. <laughs> That's a rap. <laughs> Not never again. Never. Night! So, yeah, here are my notes. Kariffy fight. Dragons! Exclamation point. Dragons falling! Exclamation point. I thought Morgan was dead the first time. Nope, she gets back up and runs away. Well, she gets up. She kind of goes, ah, ah, and then falls back down. I thought she yep. was dead. There's no way a human makes that fall and survives. Well, it's because she was a dragon. Dragon! But still, the dragon would have shattered its spine. Did you see how far up they were? Dragons are thick. They build them strong. Yeah. Like a brick. Dun, dun, dun. House. And, and they're mighty, mighty, mighty. Yeah. And she does let it all hang out. Dragons are naked, yes. You gotta you got think of them. She's kind of new to her whole dragon powers, so you can't exactly expect her to go up against some kind of ancient, stupid, dark, infused dragon of Corypheus. This would have been her first time as a dragon because now she knows, she gets that power from the well, knows how to transform, I'm guessing. Yep. And that's how she learns it, and that's how she knows she's gonna... Okay, so now we know. Okay. The more you know! Dun dun dun. Okay, so you get to kill this dragon. You, there's a big long fight in which he's immune to everything. That's well, all I, I saw mean, across the screen. Immune! 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 Yeah, dragons are immune to a lot of things. That's why you just hit it really hard in the face. The giant okay. sword. Sword it in the face. All right. Sword it all out. Get <laughs> now I'm thinking about Blackwell. <laughs> what? Look, compared to uh, a certain Canari, it's, or just any Canari for that matter, all Canari. It's Blackwall still... doesn't stand a chance. No. It's a Do dagger you're... compared to their swords. Uh, Letter opener, maybe? <laughs> Damn! I'm not, I'm not judging, I'm just saying. It's not the size of the Anyway, um, 
Yeah, you kill that dragon, and then Corypheus kind of goes, uh, uh, just a little bit. That little shrapnel of power that he put into that dragon to make it his, uh, his ability to constantly respawn like a cheater. Like uh, a cheater! Like a like cheater. Like a hacker. Hacks. Hacks! Exploiting! Yes. He's exploiting the game of life. But then, okay, so he absorbs that part of the dragon, which you're you're just like, wow, uh, it's not exactly like a Voldemort because he's actually reabsorbing it. But then Griffiths calls out to Dumont for help. It reminds me of that scene in Talladega Nights where he's like, Help me, Jesus! Help me, Jewish God! Help me, Allah! Ah! Help me, Tom Cruise! Ah! Help me, Oprah Winifrey! I've seen that movie all once. And I never want to see it again. Oh, it's hysterical. I can understand not wanting to watch it more than twice, maybe. But it's still good. You should watch it one more time in life. But yeah, he calls out for any god, Dumont, and then he's like, well, anybody, if anybody is out there, even though he's saying that all the gods are dead, he wants and to call out And questioning if him. they were out there to begin with, ever. Right. Like, that was his whole point, but he's a scared little wuss, so now he's calling out to him. And Inquisitor decides to take his little dodgeball from him, whatever he's holding, and uses it to close the breach, like, permanently. Yep. And that is when Corypheus is like, I mean, his His jaw's all, like, disfigured to one side and (laughs) very contorted and looks like somebody took a shovel to him like a little Nicky. You really brought up that movie. Look, it's one of the few Adam Sandler movies I can still stomach watching. Hey, Happy Gilmore is an amazing movie. I love that movie. It is, but I'm kind of done with Adam Sandler as a human being, so... Happy Gilmore is good. Where were you on that one, dipshit? (laughs) So yeah, Corypheus. He's got his jaw over to the side because he got hit real hard. It's like he was just at the dentist's office and he's like... "Uh." (laughs) Or he was boxing and has a glass jaw. I think you broke my jaw. Ow. This is just wrong. Like, I feel wrong laughing at this. Why? We're making someone who... We're making fun of someone whose jaw got dislocated. I mean, look. I just rewatched that entire cutscene, and it's still yeah. funny, because it looks like somebody hit him in the face really hard. Or in the nuts. <laughs> or... Or, it's like he just watched that tape and it's been seven days. (laughs) What I'm trying to say, as noted on Scary Movie, he he got to get his ass kicked by a bitch in a well. So you take his dodgeball away from him, because that's what it looks like. It looks like a dodgeball, and all of a sudden it's dead. Like, the, the dodgeball's dead, it's broken. And then Corypheus is just mangled, like we were just talking about. So he's gone. But, well, no, he's just a heap there. Like, he doesn't spread to ashes or anything like that. So he could come back. Don't you think he should cut his head off while he's there, just to make sure? Look, he imploded the guy, okay? No, he didn't! So the Inquisitor, while he's just sitting there on his knees, just kind of like going, I'm hurting now. The Inquisitor holds his hand up and goes, so you want the fade? Have the fade. And then implodes him into the flame. Okay, I get so, okay, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. You're right. And when so you're he right, like tore right. him apart and threw him in the fade. But you still threw him in the fade. I would keep him here, burn everything we had left, if we could, and then scatter those ashes across the four corners of Thetis. I think implosion's nice. 
Have Don't you they know how D&D? these things work? Have you seen how that works? Implosion literally rips them to shreds. Have you never seen Charmed? Rips them to shreds. Rips them to shreds. It's like being absorbed by a black hole. There's nothing coming back. It's gone. This isn't Star Trek. It's not a wormhole to another part of the galaxy. It's not the Delta Zone. It this could isn't be. Captain Janeway. Quadrant, goddammit. Whatever. No, you're Deep Space Nine. No, I don't watch and that show. technically, Captain Janeway is in this game. So suck it. She is, actually. And there was also apparently an interview with her recently. I know, and I wanted to put it in here, but I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't listened to it yet, either. And then I felt like, I always I feel bad, like, the guy that plays Cullen does these periscope things. And if you don't know what that is, it's Greg basically... Ellis. Huh? Greg Ellis. Greg Ellis. Great. Yeah. But he does he does these things, and, and follow him on Twitter if you want for that. Ellis Greg. He'll have these periscope things, which, first of all, is freaking hysterical, because if he's on his piano, he will sing whatever lyrics you put through the computer, which is great. But I feel kind of bad, because I want some of that audio on here, but... I, like, I don't know how I would feel if somebody put my audio of me on one of their shows, like, w- without permission. So I feel like I need to ask. I would ask, yes. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to do that with that with that Janeway, <laughs> if you're Kate Mulgrew. I, I, I kind of want to make sure it's okay to use that. Even though we're still using, like, <laughs> other songs from, you know, famous songs. Or we're using stuff from Dragon Age talking we're about We're not it. making money off this crap. <laughs> we're not making any money, so... <laughs> As somebody asked very recently, eh, do you make any money doing... No. Nope. 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 Hey, back to it. I just wanted a little bit of space between Corypheus being imploded and then Solus running up. If he's in your party, he'll come run away. But he comes up and he cries over the orb. It's not your fault. It's mine. But then... He looks very, very sad, and I'm very sad for him. He looks like a sad little Vulcan. He was like, it's not supposed to happen this way. What what does he mean by that? But all of a sudden, he gets this really sexy look and then looks at the Inquisitor. Damn. Uh, if by sexy, you mean depressed. No. Because he was distraught. I'm gonna make you go back. He was very I just watched it. I just watched it too, dickhead! I just watched it. Literally just watched it. I literally just watched it too. But then you went to go watch like some something for Witcher 3, and then I went to go watch the sex scene from Colin. Okay, so this is very cryptic because he's and, and your Inquisitor says, I'm sorry, I know you wanted to study this this ball. You wanted to study this ancient urban artifact. I know it was important to you. Uh see so you have a dude. Yeah. It's so different thinking of this game playing as the Inquisitor as a dude to me. Dude. But great thing about this is he says, it's not your fault. And he kind of fades off into the distance. He stays away from the group. But at this point, the city has, I guess, fallen. And how everybody hasn't died, I have no idea. But all of a sudden, all your friends. Really? What? Really? The maker cast Featherfall. (laughs) It was super effective. I don't know. The maker was cheating and put extra power. Look, when you're a god, you can do whatever the hell you want. Yes. Anyway, so at that point, Solus is hanging around in the background. Cloud City falls, and then all your friends come up. It's like a big finale. You know, hey! You mean the end of the game's a finale, Liz? (laughs) No, it's not quite the end of the game, damn it. Well, you don't play anymore, so... Yeah, you do. 
No, there's no killing anymore, so you're not playing. You can! After. The end of the main storyline. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, this is the part where Varric and Dorian come up looking very chesty. I mean, that's all you really see. Or at least maybe that's just me. Varric is looking very good. <laughs> Did you not notice that? Um, I noticed that people were like, how are you still alive? Yes, and Morg starts giving, you know, a, some kind of recap, like, oh, looks like he's dead, and everything is sealed up and all that, and I'm still looking at Varric's chest and Dorian. God, Dorian's fine. And Sarah is very excited that you lived. I don't know if, in this case, that what we just watched, if they were romancing each other, but it was, it was very nice. I was very surprised that Morgan was alive. I was a little weirded out because she was also fine. Like, I mean, not good looking. Yes, she's good looking fine. But she was also yes. all right with just having fallen that fall. I'm going to explain this situation for you very simply. A wizard did it. I give up. I give up. <laughs> <laughs> but I need you to talk. You're the spice of this show. You talk about something. Okay, so after the discussion with Solus, and obviously at some point Featherfall was cast in the entire uh Rock thing <laughs> came down from the sky and With stuff nobody happened. Hurt. Everyone gathers together and they're all patting each other on the back and they've won and Corifinus is dead and the hole is patched and Solus is standing in the background and then camera pans away and then it pans back and he's gone because mysterious figure of baldness disappears. Yay, Elfness. He went back to Vulcan. Uh, yes, he did that. His uh, his ship came, picked him up, and and beamed him away. Scotty, good job. So anyway, more references, references, references! So then, they're like, well, what do we do now? Uh, let's go to Skyhold. Obvious answer. Let's go have a party. So then they go, and then you go back to Skyhold, and all the peasants and random people that don't have weapons are like, yay! You're back! And we're not dead, so that's good! And party. And party happens. And this is where you can also go back and talk the final time to all your friends and friends and lovers and shit. No, this is where... <laughs> did you see where one of our listeners drew... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's the background of my phone now where he drew... One of the conversations we had about what the other NPCs would hear in the fade that they would be taunted with. And um, I had said once, like, nobody liked the ham you bought from Josephine. Uh, this is the scene where I got that from because she was worried about the ham. She was worried that nobody would come to the party, that the invitations were wrong, and that nobody would like the ham. Somebody drew that a picture for us. I should use that as the art. It tasted of despair. Oh, no! So, yeah, that, that is the scene. But also, you get finalization through some others. You ask if people are going to stay or go. Most of them, in my case, wanted to stay. And then... At the very, very end of the storyline of the game, you get to take whomever you have romance to bed. But you don't see anything! And I'm really upset about that. Aw, pumpkin. Aw. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm really upset about that. I'm so excited to finish the end of this game that I don't feel like talking to everyone. Like, like if I haven't had Sarah in my party a lot, like I won't feel like talking to her, but I'll be like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Hurry up, you know, press X or whatever I'm pressing to get through. See, I just talk to everyone because I'm not a heathen. I talk to every. I, I eventually get through it, but you know, I'm I'm thinking of, oh, I want to see what the very end is. I want to see what it is. 
No one liked the ham you bought. <laughs> Sorry. Just don't know. So whose goodbye did you like the most? Do you remember them? No. I actually wasn't going to go into them this time because I wanted to watch them before. Thinking about putting this part in the beginning of the next one because I okay. want to go over that and I want to go over what Morgan says happened to everyone. Oh, yeah. How she narrates at the end. Yeah, which is really cool. Narrates your bad, bad decisions. <laughs> that is the end of the main storyline. We're going to go over the party and, and Morgan and the aftermath next time. So. Yeah, speaking of aftermath, bull, right? Right. Mailbag, motherfucker! I got mail! Yay! I got mail! Yay! So, this email's from Nika. Uh, apparently it's divided by sections based on specific characters. So, here we go. First off, Fiona and Alistair. Fiona can't tell anyone ever that she's Alistair's mother. One of her conditions when she gave him to Merrick was that he, he never knew because she didn't want him to have to deal with racism that, that she had dealt with growing up. I understand that. I believe that there is uh, one secret she will take to the grave. As for researching it, the only people who uh, knew were Merrick, Fiona, Duncan, and Eamon, uh, of which Eamon is the only one left alive. I'm not entirely sure that Eamon knew, though, is the thing. I don't, I'm fairly certain that Eamon didn't know. He he knew that it was Merrick's kid, didn't know it was Fiona's. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Obviously, he knew that it was Merrick's kid, otherwise he wouldn't have taken the tramp in. Which, by the way... <laughs> I'm sorry. I think David Gator got, somebody got yelled at him for making Fiona make that trek to Ferelden pregnant with a child. <laughs> I was like, first of all, no, she didn't. Second of all, why are you yelling at the writer? So it's okay that all the peasants have to do that. Like, you know, go to someone like an herbalist or a healer or an alchemist or a mage or something like that. If they're having complications, it's okay for them to travel, but it's not okay for the elf. Woman of whom we all love and becomes <laughs> the Grand Enchantress? Is that okay for her? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying that she's too weak because she's a mage? That she's a woman? That she's an elf? Is that what we're saying? Is that what's going on? I don't care. Rode, you're awesome. Even though I say you suck, you're kind of awesome. I'm drinking Monster! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, and by the way. What? Eamon is the only one left alive. Actually, is he alive dur still during Inquisition? Yep. And I know it's only five years after DA2. That makes more sense. I thought it was 10 years after DA2. But I can't remember if he's still alive or not. I think he's still alive, but he's kind of retired. Yep. Tegan has taken over. Tegan is in charge. Oh, I miss Tegan. I'm going to go back. I'm, I'm going to play. Actually, I'm going to play DA2 first before I play Origins again. Okay. There's no research to find as one of the major players. Fiona won't tell Eamon and... Fiona won't tell, and Eamon wouldn't tell either. To have a known half-elf on the throne would kill Alistair politically. No one would respect him anymore. But would it? Maybe. I think it Maybe would. after seeing how good a job he's been doing as king, people would be like, oh, no. half-elves don't suck, which means elves might not suck nearly as much. No, no, no. Thetis is very racist, and that would well, affect obviously. any feelings that they have with him in the future. I guarantee you she is right. Obviously, there's some correctness to it. However, what I'm saying is, after being on the throne for so many years and making so many good no. choices and being a good ruler, do you think that his people who love him would care? It clearly hasn't affected anything. Yes. 
I'm yes, sure there would. would be some, but I'm I'm saying no, is I that think there would be I a think lot. the majority would probably not care. I think there would be a lot, and I do think, but he there always needs to be that first one because in years to come, then that will open up to well, you know, we already had a king that was half elf. Then I think it will it would be good for the later on, but for right now, people would turn on his ass so fast. Eh, I don't think so. Yeah, I it would kill so. him politically. I don't think it would. I don't think it would. I think it'd be an afterthought. You're so wrong. I'm correct. You're I so am wrong. correct. As always, I am correct. To have a degree in being wrong all the time. So what about Catriel? Okay, this person, this Nika. Believes okay. that Catriel did love Merrick. So she's right this time. No. Because I disagree with the previous one, but uh, she's correct this time. Is that no. Catriel did. Opposite. Uh, I feel he like won. you're just disagreeing because I disagreed with you before. No, because I'm right. Now keep reading. No, because in the previous one, I was right. On both points about Eamon and about Alistair. Write in and tell us if you disagree or agree. How about that? As long as you're agreeing with me and disagreeing with Liz. No, I'm right. Yeah. No, you're not. I would agree with you, except you're not. Let's bring this to Mr. Gator. Or better yet, we should have Mr. Weeks on. Patrick? Yes. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Weeks. I agree. We should have the couple on. Or individually. Or both. And then we talk about Legos the entire time. I would love to have both. It would be kind of awesome. Yes. Anyway, moving on to Catriel. Okay. I believe that Catriel did not love Mary. Quote. Did love Merrick. Quote Liz. Quote Liz. Oh, I believe, yes, I'm saying this as Liz. <clears throat> I believe that Catriel did not love You're Merrick. You're wrong! <laughs> I'm not sure she realized it, but I think deep down she really did love him. No, I disagree with that. I'm pretty sure she did realize it. No, she She was didn't. trained from an early age to be a bard, not just singing and storytelling, but to do whatever necessary to complete whatever her job was, just like Liliana. She was also uh, for hire. Well, that's part of being the bard there you know, hireable assassins. That's what they do. Spies and assassins. And sometimes they dance. They get pretty. And stuff. It could happen that she could be hired <laughs> by a client A to politically destroy target B. Well, that's entirely what happened. Target B could then turn around and hire her services to kill client A. Uh, except, well, I, I guess, yes, it could work that way. Because once the first contract is completed, so long as Target B is still alive, then yes, they could. But I do believe they have their principles that once they're hired to do the job, they do the job until it is done. So, yes. Yes, that, that could totally happen. And she did the deed. Never if she had any emotional involvement with her clients, that could cause issues. Uh, refer to Josephine on that one. There's one point to the Stolen Throne when uh, she goes back to the mage to report in. She finds out the plans that have changed, and now they want to kill Merrick. Uh, yeah, that they always want Merrick dead at all points, forever. She is thinking that his smile and the uh, thought that him never smiling again makes her sad, so she kills the guy who was uh, being sent to take care of Merrick. Earlier, she's thinking uh, how her trainer, teacher, handler would have... Uh, what, what, was, what was Liliana's trainer's name? Starts with Not Liliana, catch your... Oh. I know, but I'm talking about Liliana right now. Oh, um, Marjolaine? Marjolaine, that's it. It was a weird French Damn, that was good! Woo! I knew it started with an M, and I know that I killed her dead. It was like so, Marjolaine. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Marjorie. Okay, got it. Marjorie. Her name was Marjorie. And okay. she died like butter! I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either, but go with it, man. Yep. 
Anyway, where was I at? Where was I at? I don't know. Okay. Uh, something about uh, um, how, how her trainer oh, would be uh, Yeah, right. Her, her trainer would be disappointed in her for developing feelings for Merrick. Finally, she swaps sides for Merrick, not because she's paid to, not because some uh, bardic duty. In fact, inqu- um, Inquisition, if you follow Josephine's story, and it's a matter of pride that the bards always co- uh, complete their contracts, no matter what, even years later. Yep, that's exactly what I was just referring to. So there you go. Uh, even if she simply had to change, uh, uh, had a change of heart, she could have cut and run, but no, she goes back because even though she knows Merrick will most likely hate her after learning why she was there to begin with, a small part of her wants to believe that what he told her in the deep roads, or to b- believe what believe he told what she told her in the deep roads, right? Know, even though this is very well written and has very perfect punctuation, we're just not used to that. So we're like, uh, we're trying to read it like as if someone didn't know how to use punctuation. She's a person. She wants to believe in love, and in the person that she confessed their love to, uh, confessed their love to her. Her practical, worldly side is the one that leaves Merrick the notes on how to kill the mage. The young woman wanting to believe the love can conquer all is the side that goes to him in his room, knowing at best she'll be sent away, at worst killed. Guess what, Liz? I was right again. You were not right. Actually, technically, I was she right. Did. She did finish her contract because in letting him kill her, he would go after whoever she was working for, who for which she was working. I don't know. To whom she was employed. And she technically did bring Merrick to him. So, boom! Cold-hearted bitch killer. I feel like that's a stretch. And I'm not talking like, you know, maybe folding the, the details a little bit to make it fit what you're going for. I mean, like, taking rubber bands, stretching it as far as I can, and listening to it snap. Okay. A stretch. We've got some favorite side quests and least favorite side quests. And a favorite side quest, she says, we're, we're playing the pranks with Sarah. Although, couldn't bring herself to prank Cullen. <laughs> and the tunes and the hissing waste were really good for her, too. And um, I'm assuming this is a her. And uh, the least favorite side quest was killing the Grey Wardens. It's a war table mission. And yeah, kind of sucked. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Says, thank you, Rode, for streaming your pre-damp game. I missed the damp stream. And after listening to the podcast so much, I really wanted to see you play as Liz and said it was fun to watch. Oh, as Liz said As it Liz said it. Yes. And, and it was! I was playing through the end of my DA Origins game, Origins game at the time, but it was fun to have most DA going on my other monitor. Yeah, those DA organs. So I think that's enough fangirling for the moment, and she probably get some work done for today. Yes, and as this was a few months ago that this was written, I hope you have had work or uh, work done ever since. Do you? I I really hope you've done a lot of work since then. Otherwise, you may want to prioritize your job over listening to us. Just putting that out there. Okay. And that that's going to be it for today. I feel like I've been yelling the whole time. I don't like that. Well, then you shouldn't have had so many chocolate-covered expressions. I didn't have any, actually. Oh, okay. I just had a really nice sex dream about Alice, or Anders right before the show. <laughs> I ate my can of Monster. I didn't eat the you can. You ate the can? Like didn't. Cookie Monster would? No, like a goat would. <laughs> Are you that hungry? Uh, I am actually pretty hungry. The crock pot is going right now. And I can smell. <gasps> oh. Yep. Ba 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 ba. Okay, that's it. I'm tired. I can't do okay. this anymore. Okay. We don't want to dampen the mood, D A M P Dragon Age player. That was a terrible joke. 
before we get to more terrible jokes, we have to do some contact information, or else how are we gonna know how much you love us? You have to tell us how much you love us. Don't tell us how much you hate us. Get a hold of us on Twitter at DragonAgeOTR. Contact me at Mistress underscore LeBeau, that's L-E-B-E-A-U. And if you like your tweets favorited, contact Road at that road guy. Email us at DragonAgeOTR at gmail.com. Visit our website at QuestGamingNetwork.com. And yes, we know our money's on the dresser. We have sponsors, you guys. Heard about us talk about Dragon Age the Stolen Throne and Dragon Age the Calling? Well, here's your chance to hear it for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork and you get one of those books for free. And the better to hear you with, my dear, visit tweakedaudio.com. Enter our code off the record, all one word, for 30% off. Quality earbuds, free worldwide shipping, and a lifetime warranty. And while you're on YouTube, you could also subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork, where you can find a plethora of other shows. That's youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork. Show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I had a little drink about an hour ago and it went right to my head. Wherever I What, 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 what? Are you talking? Uh-huh. Why do you talk during the sex scenes in what I'm watching? Oh, Inquisitor. Yeah, Inquisitor. <laughs> That's the way your donkey likes it. Wait, what? What? Show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I had a little... Good thing I don't pop my peas, huh? Don't worry about me using the pop filter. Pop. Soda pop. Monster pop. Pop rocks. I had some pop rocks the other day. I'm just going to let you keep going and get it, this all out of your system. <laughs> Joke's on you. I've almost drained this entire monster. <laughs> I'm going to get it over. And it's got right to my head. Wherever I may roam. Ooh, right On land or sea or bum. Something, something, something to dumb. Show me the way to go home. Bum, bum, bum. Show me... Yay, Twitter. I've been recording for five minutes now. <laughs> Show me. <laughs> My watching the sex scene with uh, Cullen on there. Might have been recorded. I don't know. <laughs> you know, we have 30 minutes of pre-record time on the last episode. We did. <laughs> did we really? Yes. <laughs> you fucker. And then we started the show. And literally 30 seconds later, the it, the topic went off. That sounds about appropriate, yeah. Show me the way to go home. Remember last night when you got to be in Mike Laidlaw's chat room? Uh-huh. And you basically had a nerd boner the entire time? I don't see. I, here's the problem. Is I don't see your work. I don't know your work. So I You've can't seen my work? It's on Twitter. It's on my avatar on Twitter. Well, yeah, your, your avatar. That's all I've seen, though. Yeah, but it's fucking good, isn't it? Which is good. Don't get me wrong. But you won't do anything for me, so I'm judging yours harshly. I'm better with print. I'm good with print, damn it! Look, I can open up a text document too, okay? I can print lots of things. I hate you so much. Okay. Hey, Road. Road. Hmm? What? Show me the way to go home. Boom, boom, boom. That's because I got right up on the mic. Like, right here. I was right here. That's like panty-throwing bass. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I've had a little drink about an hour ago and it got right through my head. 
Are we ready? Yeah. Was that your wife? No, that was me. Do it again. Yeah. I don't want to do this show anymore. I quit. Ah! What? <laughs> that was f***ed up! Yeah. I'll get somebody else. <laughs> Try me. Oh, sh Yeah. You can't replace me. I know! <laughs> Stop whispering in my ear that's creepy. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> You're like my creepy cousin or something. Uh, that sounds weird. Just putting that out there. And also, I like how his dong jingles with every step he takes. The Todd Five! It's your show. I'm just here to make it sound good? I don't, I don't know. Why am I here? I don't know now. God, what a dick you are. Uh-huh. He says with excitement. Welcome Once to I Dragon Age- GOD gone. DAMN IT! <laughs> also, Grandma laughed. I can do- I can do a higher pitch walk for him. I don't know how I do it, I just do. That is weird. It's because you have no nuts. Uh, I would beg to differ. Trust me. Not quite Ralph Garman, but... Um, well, maybe I'm, you just I'm have okay. one. No, I'm not Lance Armstrong either. Damn. Can we go now? I've been waiting for you. I bet you have. That's gross, by the way. Yeah. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> Okay, so the it's the creepy one or the the grandma left. The grandma left now. <laughs> ah! Yeah. It's never know. gonna get old. It doesn't ever. It <laughs> freaks people out when they see me do it in person. I think it has more to do with the expression than uh, because of the like the uber tensing of my throat and the the strange look of glee that washes over my face as I wash all all their. Uh, all of their thoughts about why humanity should be saved wash away from their faces, stripping them of all sense of reality. It's it's great. I have no idea what I'm saying right now. I'm looking at Twitter and Facebook at the same time because Close I've those damn my browsers. Noob. Noob. You're fired. Yeah. Good luck. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Mr. Laidlaw on here. Oh I'm crap. the one that's recording. Oh yeah. Shit. Bum bum bum. They tried doing that on Psych. It was fucking hysterical. They were like, I'm bringing this back. Yeah. Or like Schwang or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's something that should also just stay in the past. And oh, come forever. on. That's hysterical and you know it. Schwing. No. Speaking of Schwing, our scene starts off with Morrigan. Fair point. Fair point. Schwing. Schwing. Tentpole. <laughs> She's a babe. She's magically babelicious. She tested very high on the stroke ability scale. Okay. Hey, are you through yet? Because I'm getting tired of holding this. Show. That's what she said. We salute you. Showing. I'm not arguing. Do you hear me arguing? Because I'm not. I like how Shira says for the honor of Grayskull, and and Heeman's all like, "Yeah, I need power." Well, because man trip. Okay. But let's be honest, rainbows everywhere. I like Catra. Okay, anyway, Catra reminds me of Morgan. Really? Uh, Chitara? Wait, different show. She was the villainess in in Shira for Shira. Princess of Power. Does she power walk? Because that's awful. No. Power walk. That is, is awful. Is and and it with is. a fanny pack, it's even worse. Ugh. What, this? 
No beatboxing. This is a beatbox-free zone. You don't know that. You said it was my show. Yeah, but I'm stepping in. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Yep. I did tell you you could. Yeah, you did. Yeah. God damn it! What? I pulled my headphones out of my, <laughs> my ears because I was laughing so hard at that. It's uh, it's still showing on my side. I know, but it shows on mine as like a like a bloop, and then I can't fix it a lot of times. Anyway, shout out to all those people that don't listen to the show. There's James Asmus on my list. He's online too. He wrote the Gambit uh, series. I got to talk to him once. It was so awesome. Anyway, Focus. I got to talk to Chris Claremont once. That was cool. Focus. Chris Claremont was awesome because all you had to do was ask him one question. Hello, how are you? You and then he just goes for 45 minutes. It's on my phone. I'll have to do it via Twitter. I can't see your phone, Liz. Your phone's over there. I'm over here. I'll send it. God, it's like the age of technology or something. And you were the one that said, "Why don't you cut and copy and paste it, and then you can put it on your phone?" And you said it that just like, like something that. I'd say. Yeah, that sounds like me. You did. I believe it. No one liked the ham you bought. I love that. All right, uh, uh, uh. You and your bull. I think you you have a crush on him, don't you? A bull? No, just yeah. a boy tiger. Oh, you do? He is adorable. He's adorable. Do you do you watch his Twitter? He's fucking adorable. And and apparently a damn good cook. Really? Yeah, yeah. Apparently he's like a rock star cook. Not to mention his wife is also one of those like, you know, I was a kid kind of crush style things on her. I had Fluffy, a dream you know, about cause... her last night. She was, um, she was you actually- You were telling me how you were having naughty dreams, so- uh, No, I had not, no. I had a naughty dream about Anders and it was in the woods and it was really nice. But then, um, <laughs> but then I, I suddenly flipped to that guy, uh, Greg Ellis, making me try some saltine crackers he made. It was really weird. And then, but last night I had a dream with Sarah Michelle Keller in which she was getting a dead raccoon out of my dishwasher. <laughs> what the hell? And running down the street with it. It was really weird. <laughs> it was a baby raccoon. I... <laughs> Liz, what the serious f what was awesome is that I woke up after the Greg Ellis part of the dream and, and, and like his crackers were terrible, but I didn't want to tell him that. And so I went back into the dream and I went right back to the woods with Anders. It was nice. And then Blackwall showed up. Right then. Also, I haven't read this in advance at all. Also, that sounded really and good. I'm, I'm bad at reading things. Are you so. someone new? You sound like somebody completely different. I'm kind of leaning into my mic, speaking in low tone and speaking outside of my mouth right now. Actually, um, that sounds really good. Yeah. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't either, but that sounds really good. Keep doing that. Back on target. Down target! Okay, so where was I? I lost track. Okay. I don't know, but my ears just feel like they were made um? sweet, sweet love to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I wanna go to bed. I had a little drink about an hour ago. I just got right to my head. Wherever I may roam, by land or sea or.
your home. You can always.